Welcome everyone. We are here for Ashley's Heart Song. Oh, this is the place where we get out of the stress and back into our body, our life, and our business. When we tap into the song of our heart, that is where we master the mind and the stress that steals our life. Welcome to today's show. I am Ashley Torian, your host for this show. And today is a really fun topic. And this, um, I've titled it The Audience of One, The Pathway to Freedom. When we look at how we live our lives individually and collectively, one thing I see pop up a lot is that people pleasing and perfectionism, especially in the line of work that I'm in, that is, I see that so much. And so today we're going to have just a really, really, really fun topic uh, of conversation around that. But first, as always, we've got to get into that vitality score, y'all. So are you ready? Get your pens and paper ready. We are going to take up the vitality score. The first one up is mental. Mentally, where are you today? Are you clear? Are you on point? That's a 10. If we are feeling discombobulated, <laughs> Uh, maybe you, your thoughts aren't clear. Maybe you're forgetting things. That's going to be a score from one to five. So write down your score of mental health today. Then we're going to look at your emotional health. Emotionally, where are you on that scale of one to 10? Emotionally, are you feeling balanced? Do you feel uplifted? Or are you feeling below a five where it would be more of moody, um, feeling a little disgruntled or um, just melancholy? That would be below a five. Write down your score. Now, the physical health of you today, in this moment physically, do you feel energy? Do you feel vitality? Do you feel like you have the strength and the awakeness to finish out your day. That's going to be from five to 10, or are you below the five? Are you feeling a little fatigued? Are you feeling like you don't have enough energy for your day? That would be anywhere from one to five. All right, y'all, then the spiritual health. Spiritually, where are you on the scale of one to 10? Do you feel just aligned, connected? in conversation that's going to score you closer to a 10 or do you feel below a five where you are feeling just a little disconnected um alone separated that's going to be that one to a five write down your score tally it up high score is a 40 and once you get that score i want you to not judge do not judge yourself. You want to look at this number as um, information. It is simply information for you so that you can know the area of life that you need to put your attention to in order to balance out that vitality score. All right. So today, today we are going to focus on escaping the muck 
of people-pleasing and perfectionism so that we can live free. In church service yesterday, um, on the topic that our pastor was speaking to, he brought up one point, and that was, are you operating your life for an audience of one, or are you out to perform, please perfect for the masses? And I added that last part, because when I look back at my history of anxiety and fears, and when I see that of my clients, the anxiety and fears that they have had, they typically boil down to one thing, and that is trying to please many people, please other people, and that need and desire to be perfect. Now, when we sink ourselves into both of those things, we are for sure going to find ourselves in the muck puddle, y'all. <clears throat> You're going to find yourself knee deep in that muck puddle, needing rain boots so you can pull your feet out. But more than likely, as you pull your foot out, the rain boot is going to stick, right? And then you're yanking on the rain boot. And what happens when you yank on that rain boot and you're fighting and you're fighting it with it? You fall on your booty in the muck puddle. So the idea behind having these and knowing and being able to realize, oh, wait, I do try to please others or I do try to be perfect. When we realize that and we're just in awareness of it, that's the first step. If we fight it, we are going to wind up further and further in that muck puddle. So in today's discussion, I just want to lean into the idea of us just releasing the need for people-pleasing and perfectionism and reminding ourselves that when we live for that audience of one, you will feel more aligned. You will feel in connection and on point and like you are, you will be walking more in faith. You will be expanding and growing because when we are separating ourselves and we are putting all of our attention towards pleasing others and being perfect, that is when we, our vitality score, we will lower that in every single category. It impacts every category of your life. Those two things, people pleasing and perfectionism, sends the body into that state of operation that separates you. That state of operation of stress is the one that separates you and that right there produces this chemistry all throughout your body that wreaks havoc on you. So if you scored low around physical today or mental or emotional or even spiritual, then you may want to look and see if people-pleasing and perfectionism are things that you have latched onto. How things are set up in the world today where it is instant gratification, where we are moving at the speed of light. It's that crazy busy mindset, the I don't have time mindset because I've got so much going on, that kind of mindset. All of that leads to people pleasing and perfectionism. Why? Because when we're in that crazy busy mindset, 
we have just separated ourselves and we're no longer working with the audience of one. We are now working with the audience of thousands, millions. So take a very, as my coach says, kind glance back. A kind glance back, reflect on how you tend to be and how you tend to operate. Do you tend to be a people pleaser or seek perfection? Those two are fear-based emotions, actions, and they come from the ego mind, which the ego mind is when we edge God out, the ego mind. The ego mind is geared towards the need to please, the need to be perfect, the need for approval, the need for action when action is not really called for. I love that when we look at that right there. We always think we need to be doing something. We need to take action. We've got to, we've got to do it. We've got to do it now. It needs to be done now. When in all actuality, that is just the ego mind speaking and saying, you're not good enough unless you're going mock him with your hair on fire. It's that worthiness component. And living inside that, where we seep into from people pleaser to perfectionism to unworthiness, we're just going deeper and deeper into the muck puddle and getting ourselves into a position where we're really stuck. All of that leads to the unhappiness, the low self-esteem, the low self-worth, lack of confidence. And that steals the energy from your body. The thing I love about a heart song, what I love about having a heart song is it is the, the music, the melody of your heart, why you were created and who you're connected to. And when you wake up in the morning and you sing your heart song and you say it over and over again and get really seeped into it to where the fear is pushed out, if there's not an environment for it, when you have that heart song, that melody in your heart and it's resonating all throughout your body, it's no longer the environment for fear. It's no longer the environment for perfectionism or people pleasing. You have now placed yourself in the environment of growth, expansion, connection, alignment, love, compassion. You are now in a place of growth, of expansion. It's beautiful. So if you don't have your heart song, and in my coaching programs is where I coach people on how to find their heart song and writing their heart song, especially at a retreat. That's like the most beautiful place to be able to write up your heart song is by attending a retreat. And I hold regular retreats. So if you're interested in retreats, just 
look me up and check it out. We've got one coming up. We always have one coming up. <clears throat> so look at that because the heart song is your internal melody that allows you to grow even more because it, it eliminates the need for perfection, eliminates the need for that people pleasing. It's so beautiful. So right now, just ask yourself, where in my life am I trying to please other people? Where in my life? Where am I seeing that illusion and that need for perfection? Where is that in your life? I know for me, when I was first starting out in my career in personal fitness training, it was the need for a perfect body and not not feeling the worthiness of that perfect body and my body y'all i mean i love my body now i have the self love for my body and oh my gosh everything that my body does for me but back then i worked my body so hard to achieve perfection and i had so much anxiety built up around that around that need for that perfection, feeling like I couldn't measure up, I wasn't measuring up. Somebody else always had a flatter tummy, a better body, better thighs, whatever it is, right? Another trainer, another bodybuilder, didn't matter who, but I was in that comparison game. And in that I kept just going further and further into the muck puddle to where finally from that type of mindset along with wanting to please people, wanting to be the best mom ever, wanting to be the best trainer ever, be the best wife ever, all of that striving created this anxiety within me that was enormous. And in that anxiety, it led to fear of eating, over-exercising, I lived in such pain and anguish because of that need to please and perfect. So where in your life, and you can look at it from, okay, where have I come from? Or you can also look at it, okay, today, how is it, how is this impacting me today? Because I'm telling you, I'm sharing with you from the deepest part of my heart that that right there will hold you back and keep you from doing everything that you would love to do in your life. It will. You won't succeed at what you would love to succeed with as long as you hold on to that story of people-pleasing imperfection. And I'm gonna say something right now that could really hurt and sting a little bit. But when we hold on to these things, we are holding on to them because we are getting something from it. Getting something from it. Doesn't that sting? The first time someone said that to me, well, Ashley, you wouldn't hold on to this unless you were getting something out of it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that sounds like insanity to me. Why would I want to hold on to something that is hurting me? But initially when the pattern was created, it wasn't 
hurting you, so to speak. It was out of fear. And you're, remember your mind, your brain is designed to keep you safe, keep you feeling safe, and keep your physical body alive and kicking. That is what the head brain does. So when you were threatened before, whether it was from words and action, whatever, it didn't matter, that that's where that pattern was created for perfectionism and people pleasing. You did it out of preservation and the brain, the subconscious mind got, oh, okay, so this is what I need to do in situations like this, got it. And now anytime you're in a situation similar to the original one, the subconscious mind repeats the physiology behind it and therefore you follow that up with the action of the pleasing and the perfectionism. It's really fascinating. So what do we do in this? Well, we learn how to resolve those past experiences, empty them from the subconscious mind. That's called emotional resolution. In an emotional resolution, we can delete that tape out from the subconscious mind to where it never hinders your progress forward again. We put things in order. We see the truth. The truth process is another great way to eliminate these thoughts, eliminate these behaviors. Am I looking for truth? Is this true? Do I need to really please in this situation? Is it necessary? More than likely you're gonna see the truth of it, but no, it's not necessary for you to please in that situation. I know for a fact, you won't need to please in that situation. So put it in order, find out the truth of it. And then how are you going to move forward knowing the truth of it? How are you going to repattern that behavior of people pleaser and perfectionism? How will you repattern that? So when we are living in that place of fear, when I was in that muck puddle of perfectionism and people pleasing, for me, and I know for others, it disconnects you from your true self. We don't see who we really are. We don't know who we really are. That's the beauty of the heart song. The heart song reminds you who you are. And when you tap into that heart song <clears throat> and you're connected, you realize living for the audience of one is where your power is. Because then everything else, all the fears fall away and you are living according to the song in your heart, which is your state of operation that was knit together in your mama's womb. It is who you are. Love, peace, encouragement, truth, faith, courage. Who are you? What is your state of operation, your main state of operation? It can utilize your spiritual gifts, spiritual gifts that are an innate part of you. Fruits of the spirit. Song of your heart can include what it is that you would love to see happen in your life, meaning the service 
that you provide while you're here. And when we keep that close and we find our identity through that, that is when we get to know our true self and why we're here. So if I'm designed to be peace and to be free, then doesn't that mean that that is my right to show up that way and to feel that in my body every day and not need to be perfect, not need to please people? But when you're in your truth, when you're in your truth, you're residing there, you're coming from that. People pleasing isn't needed because you're coming from that heart of gold right there. And you're living for that audience of one. Oh, it's just, it's so beautiful. It's like, why don't we humans do this? Why don't we, why do we get all caught up in the fear and the need for approval? Why do we get caught up in all that? It doesn't make us feel good. It makes us feel yucky. So why do we keep doing it? It's just a pattern, y'all. It's not you. It's just a pattern. And it's time to release the pattern and be free. Truly, truly, truly. Hmm. Connect. Today, right now, just Ask yourself, who am I really? Why am I here? What is my heart saying? <clears throat> what is my heart singing to me? Trying to get my attention. I believe that, <clears throat> excuse me, that our heart brain, where we're connected, where our intuitive power is, that it is knocking at our door continually saying, you are out of alignment with your true self. Come on, get back in alignment, girl. Get back over here, right? We're continually getting those nudges and those knocks. So where are you in your life getting those nudges? And what is that truth? Who are you? Who are you really? I encourage you to ask those important questions of yourself so that you can get out of that muck puddle of perfectionism and people pleasing and seeking approval. Because really, where the power is, is living for the audience of one and being tuned into the song of your heart. That's your power. And when empowerment and confidence flow into you, you will be able to do everything in your life that you ever wanted to do. We just got to keep tapping back into that. We live in that fear-based world. So our ego mind gets caught up in the fear. And all we have to do is just step back to center. Over and over and over again, just keep coming back to center. And you'll make it stick longer and longer each and every time. So step out of the fear and into freedom by tuning in to the song of your heart. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode of Ashley's Heart Song. I look forward to seeing you next week as we continue to armor up our lives. Much love.